Hello, this is Margaret Terrio coming to you from Kitchener, Ontario, coming from Maggie's Cottage Plus Two Summer Edition. The title is An Afternoon Cup of Tea with Jesus. You are not everyone's cup of tea. The world is full of people who, no matter what you try, will simply not like you. But the world is also filled with those who will love you fiercely. The ones who like you, they are your people. Be who you are. This phrase caught my attention and it really struck home to me. For you see, I'm a people pleaser and I want to be liked by people. And over the years, I have slowly learned that doesn't matter how much I try, that there are certain people who just don't like me. And it's not going to happen. Just not going to happen. I continue to try, but I know it's not going to happen. I used to turn somersaults and go to great lengths to have people like me. It's wearisome to try and please others. It's confusion when you try that. I found that I couldn't be what some people wanted me to be. Sometimes they thought I was too silly. I was too serious. I wasn't disciplined. I was too emotional. I was real and authentic. And that wasn't accepted either. I'm learning that when I'm going through a hard time to stick with those who will support me and cheer me on. I have learned to be wary of those who are ready to find a flaw and pick me apart and point out my flaws until it becomes a problem and I'm ready to tell them what for. It happened to me a while back, I went to join a group online. I was grilled to make sure I wasn't a fake or a crooked or just not a good person. I get that because there are some people that are not very good. When you think that it's funny that you've been grilled more than someone else, and the lady that brought you on to the group says that to somebody else, it's embarrassing and it's not very nice. It's not fair. And you know, something inside of me said, when you go to meet with this lady, don't show your books to her. Don't show her anything. Because this lady is going to pull you apart. I just had that feeling.
And so I was going to be in a book club and I was asked to find a picture and write a biographical article on myself. I was to submit my picture and biography. I tried to find a picture. I didn't find the right one because there's my dog with me and that wasn't right. It had to be by myself. And I happened to be tired and I said, this will just have to do. I wrote the biography. Well, I knew it wouldn't be good enough because she was fussy. And I also was told that if I was going to write a book and she was going to publish it, it had to, I had to have a professional editor and a school English teacher major wouldn't do. When I submitted my picture and biography, there was something wrong with it. This person seemed to have it out for me. I was not measuring up to her expectations. I tried hard to measure up. I felt frustrated in the process of getting this person to like me. No matter what I did, it wasn't good enough. I could not please this lady. It was then I decided I have to be me. I can't be a carbon copy of somebody else. I was going to have my style that worked for me. This person tried to curtail my creative abilities. I didn't need somebody squashing me and belittling me and criticizing me. It left me on edge. I was second-guessing myself. I was firm and I said to this lady, no, we're not changing anything. Either you like it or you lump it. I was not changing for what she wanted. Well, you see, I wasn't in school and I wasn't being paid. I was doing this in my own time with my own book to be in a book fair. And as I said before, I couldn't please this lady anyway. I knew I had to break free from this critical and judgmental lady's personality. I had done my best to work things through. I stepped away from the project as it wasn't worth the effort and frustration. If I'd gone on any longer, it would have meant disaster and probably a fallout. And I was glad I was able to break free by stating that I disagreed and that I needed to be listened to and respected. I continued in the group, but then had to take off of the, the group as well. As this lady continued to make fun of me 
and her statements were hurtful. She apologized to me, but the damage was done. And I left the group as it was time to let this go. I needed to be who God made me to be. Me. And after this situation, my friends, they supported me. They listened to me and I experienced comfort and love. These friends were there for me. They've always been there for me. I found out who my friends were earlier, 15 years earlier than that, when my mom was sick and I met up with a friend on the bus and she and I talked about my mom and our memories of my mom growing up. And it was helpful to have somebody that talked to me and loved me and kept me comf company. Another time, another friend came into my life briefly after my mom passed away. She made me a cup of tea and she talked to me about my mom and how sweet my mom was and caring my mom was. And she cared with for me and I had a cup of tea and at this time Jesus comforted me as well. Another time through this difficult time I had some family that came and picked me up and helped me again. They kept me company while my husband was working three hours away and they made me a cup of tea and they showed love for me. That is what friendship is all about. My friends reassured me of their love. My friends believe in me. My friends love me. They think the best of me. I have friends who have been there for me all through my life. My friend, Karen, has been a good friend. She came alongside of me after my friend passed away and she gave me friendship and a listening ear and she was attentive. She was interested in me. She asked how I was and she really listened to me. And she also gave me advice. My friends aren't perfect, but I know my friends love me. We've known each other since we were little girls and now as adults, We've continued our friendship. I have other friends that came alongside me after Millie passed away. My friend Jane and my friend Michelle. 
They were there for me as well. They listened to me. They checked up on me. They phoned me. They made sure I was okay. And they allowed me to cry and be myself. And I knew that these friends had my best interests in mind. These friends loved me fiercely. I know they loved me. You know, friends, God loves you. God loves me. He loves you and me for who we are. God loves us perfectly and unconditionally. He doesn't expect us to be perfect or to perform. God is perfect and we are not. God expects us to be holy and to do our best. When we come to Jesus, we come as we are. And it says in scripture that if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old is gone and we become a brand new person. And in John 3.16, it says God's love the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life we love because he first loved us and you know Lord our friends and family here that are listening the steadfast love of the Lord never ceases. His mercies never come to an end. They are new every morning. Great is his faithfulness. You know, Jesus sticks closer to you than a best friend. Jesus never fails. You know, heaven and earth may pass away, but Jesus never fails. Did you know that Jesus really loves you? Have you experienced his love in your life? His love will change you from the inside out. Thank you for listening. This is Margaret Terrio, and I may be reached at mumpedro at gmail.com. M-U-M-M. Thank you.